You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning. Welcome to Morning Breath, the live drive time devotion. Sure to jumpstart your day. It's beautiful Wednesday, October 20th. So glad you could take time out of your day to be with us and spend some time in the Word of God. That's what we do on Morning Breath. We take a chapter of the Bible, we read it, we spend some time in it, and then I and a co-host come down to the studio here at the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about whatever, wherever God leads us in the chapter, because every word of God is God-breathed. My co-host today is Pastor Brian Moore. How you doing, Pastor Brian? I'm doing great. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. Welcome back. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, good to have you, man. Just traveling the, uh, traveling the open seas. High seas. High seas. Did Actually, they were flat seas, which is awesome. Yeah, I did a little cruise with your wife. Yep. Good. Nice to be away and uh, some quiet and uh, just peace. Nice. It's good. Yeah, it's good it's, stuff. It's, it's awesome. It's nice to have quiet and peace, I think. Yeah, I, was, uh, I went to a retreat uh, at Church Creek uh, not too long ago, and that was an incredible time with retired pastors from all over the country. It's great. Yeah, it's good. Yep. So should I tell them how to get on board with our show here? I think that'd be a great way to start. All right. Well, my friends, uh, let me help you with how to get connected. If uh, you're running into us somehow and you don't know, we do have an East Coast app. We'd love for you to connect with that. That's got everything East Coast going on, but definitely a Morning Breath link there which will tell you what chapter we're in, where we've been, where we're headed. You could also go to our website, eccc.us, uh, for any information, events, past sermons, and all sorts of episodes there. Again, there's a link. Click on that. Or if you want, you can call the church office, 321-452-1060. We'll email you or mail you out more information about how to get on board with the show. And uh, we're thankful for you to be with us and to do this with us. It is awesome to get feedback and hear, man, I listen to that show. I, I'm part of that that radio broadcast that we do. And um it's just, it's, I don't know, it's refreshing to know that people are here with us, reading the Word of God with us, and uh, connecting and watching people grow because of that is pretty incredible in the seat that we get to sit. So thanks for doing that. Thanks for being part of it with us, and uh, we are excited you're here. Yeah, man. So what else is going on? We got some, uh, we got some beach baptisms going on uh, this weekend coming, uh, 5.30 to 7 o'clock out at Lori Wilson Park. We're going to be baptizing some folks who have uh, recently... Uh, committed their life to Christ, they made a decision to follow Jesus, and uh, are going to make a public uh, profession of their faith and uh, be baptized out there. Come, we'll have a little time of worship there and uh, have some fun celebrating people taking their next step. You know, it's one of the one of the um, I don't know core values at this point of East Coast is to see people take one more step. And uh, not that it wasn't before, it is uh, something we're focused on helping people take a step. And this is a great step if you're out there and you've never been baptized, you professed your faith. Um, you know, to the Lord Jesus, and you want to do it publicly, we'd love to help you with that. Lori Wilson, this Sunday evening, 5.30 to 7 o'clock. Yeah, that'd be great. We also have a family fun night. That's for uh, families to have fun. Yeah. It's pretty amazing how we named it that. That it is fun, too. It's a yeah, good time. It is. And, and what it is, it's a, a costume event for the kids. Some of the adults dress up, too. And we try to ask you to do no grotesque or scary costumes because yeah. we've got a lot of little kids there, a lot of little families. And uh, they come, play games, there's lots of candy, a little bit of a carnival atmosphere with all the games, concessions. Yeah. It, the kids will leave with a big bag of candy. It'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be an incredible time. 6.30? 6.30. To 8.30. 8.30. It's Friday night, the 29th. 29th on the property here at East yep. Coast Christian Center, 680 North Merida. Courtney Parkway Merida. in Merritt Island, Island here. Yep. You'll see us on the uh, on Courtney Parkway. We drive by. It'll be a, a lot of fun. Come on. Bring yeah. your family. Yeah. What is this other one, this uh, thing here? Uh, candy Palooza. Kenny Palooza is that? Is that a word? That that is a that, that's a I don't know what you call that, I but think that's, that's a, a word. that's that's a word stuck together. Or oh, a couple okay, words. gotcha. And uh, that is going to be a 
incredible weekend, Halloween weekend or the 30th and 31st. If you come to church that weekend, your kids are welcome to dress up. Again, we're trying to not have scary costumes and that sort of thing. But it's a great time to invite maybe some friends and um, some of your kids' friends to come to church. They're going to have a fun time in our children's ministry. They can wear their costumes. Just another opportunity for them to dress up. And we're going to load them up with some candy um, as well. And they'll they'll go home loaded with candy. And uh, that's why we call it Candy Palooza. We're going to be giving out candy nice. and loving kids. And uh you know, I think what will happen is— Are they going to be in the sanctuary at all, the kids? I don't believe so. It'll oh, be okay. just in the children's ministry space, and uh, it'll be a fun time. And one of the ways that, you know, another, your neighbor might be reached is to go, hey, would you come? Would you your kids yeah. want to come and be a part of that? They'll experience a great time and go, man, yeah. I want to come back. Yeah. Might That'd bring mom great. and dad back. That'd, That'd be, be cool. great. Yeah. Super duper. Yeah. And uh, so, again, any, all, all other events can be found on the event page at East— Coast Christian Center. It's eccc.us backslash or forward slash, depending on where you believe the top or the bottom of it. How you turn your head? Yeah, how you turn your head. It's like a GIF or a GIF. Whoa. I think. Yeah, that what? those things, those yeah. picture animated things. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't get any, <laughs> any of that. What do you say, GIF or GIF? I think I say GIF. Me, me too. GIF. How about you? I say GIF. GIF. Yeah. So I think we're probably right if he if he says that he's young. We got agreement. Yeah, we got agreement. Yep. So we're going to be reading First uh, Timothy chapter four, and uh, I'm going to. It's only uh, 16 verses. I'll read the first eight. We'll just split it right down the middle. You can read the last eight, and we'll go from there. I'm going to read New King James. I got New Living Translation. Okay. I say unto you, Pastor Dan, read, sir. Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared by a hot or with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good, and nothing is to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving, for it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. If you instruct the brethren in these things, you will be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished in the words of faith and of the good doctrine which you have carefully followed. But reject profane and old wives' fables, and exercise yourself toward godliness. For bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. All right, verse 9. This is a trustworthy saying, and everyone should accept it. That This is why we work hard and continue to struggle, for our hope is in the living God, who is the Savior of all people, and particularly of all believers. Teach these things and insist that everyone learn them. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you say, in what you live, or in the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity. Until I get there, focus on reading the scriptures to the church, encouraging the believers and teaching them. Do not neglect the spiritual gift you received through the prophecy spoken over you when the elders of the church laid their hands on you. Give your complete attention to these matters. Throw yourself into your task so that everyone will see your progress. Keep a close watch on how you live and on your teaching. Stay true to what is right for the sake of your own salvation and the salvation of those who hear you. Amen. Amen. Hmm. Uh, what is, do you have a title over this chapter? Uh, the beginning of it says, Warning Against False Teachers. Then later it says, A Good Servant of Christ Jesus. Mine actually says, The Great Apostasy. Okay. And then Take Heed to Your Ministry. Yeah. And I kind of had a little different feel about the way, way it read in the, the New Living Translation. A few different things stood out to me as opposed to 
the the King James uh, translation. Let me ask you this: uh, what what stood out to you in the chapter uh, that uh, that you read? You know, I, I first thing that really jumped off of me is verse seven. It says, "Do not waste time arguing over godless ideas and old wives' tales. Instead, train yourself to be godly." And I just thought about some of the things we can get hung up on. Sometimes people are splitting hairs over things that are just silly uh, and you know, that are causing more confusion than good. And the end of this says, instead, train yourself to be godly. And there is some work to be done in, you know, working your salvation out, quote unquote, with fear and trembling, that there is this process of going, you know what, I'm going to work on growing in, you know, the maybe showing my neighbor what loving people looks like, what caring for others looks like, what it looks like to be loved by God and therefore loving people around me, that this wasting time over arguing over godless ideas and old wives' tales, we could argue as long as we want to argue. And to be honest, I don't know too many people who have been won to Christ because we've just argued about it and just came down, came to a conclusion. I think many times that the what they see in their neighbor, what they see in love, what they see in caring for somebody um, beside them, and actually the kindness and the goodness of God is what leads men to repentance, Scripture says. And so for me, I was like, am I getting hung up in anything? Am I arguing about things that just don't matter? It really challenged me to look into my heart, to look introspectively and go, what am I fighting? Who am I fighting? And what am I fighting someone about? Does it really matter in the end? And so that to me stuck out. You know, it says in verse 8 right after that, physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better, promising benefits in this life and in the life to come, that there is something to be gained in this life by working out our, our salvation, that getting the, the stuff that God has done on the inside out of us, that others might see it and grow and want what we have. And so that to me was like, let's not get held up in all the stuff that we can just get fighting about and um, really work on what, what God wants to do through us. You know, when when you look at that, I, I know for many years the way it read in the the old King James is profiteth little. Yeah. And many people took that very negatively yeah. in the sense of, oh well, exercise isn't important. Yeah. And uh, I don't think that's why it's written that way. I think it's written the way it is to contrast or to compare both exercise and godliness. And the thing that I've always thought about in there. Do muscles come automatically? Does fitness come automatically? Are you automatically in good shape? And, of course, we all know the answer to that is absolutely not. You have to work at it. And the interesting thing about godliness is it's it's comparing that in the same way. Though it's saying godliness is way more important and way more powerful, uh, it takes work. Yeah. Work out your salvation with yeah. fear and trembling. Yeah. There's a there's a there's a part we play in it where we exercise ourselves unto godliness. I also believe that godliness promotes good health too. It's that good. that as you live godly and you have godly habits, just drop the smoking, drinking, and chewing and <laughs> whatever else you can come up with that is on our sin list out oh, yeah. there. Oh yeah. And you'd probably be a little bit more healthy in in your body, uh, overeating, drop all those things out of your life. And, of course, you'd be healthier. And sometimes when you get your focus on Jesus, at least for me, I had a a whole bunch of problems that faded away. Yeah. And that added to the, you know, the healing and health that God had for me. That's good. Because my see, God made our bodies to be well. Yeah. He made our bodies to heal ourselves. You can prove it. Go in the kitchen, cut your finger with a knife. This I'm not, this is hypothetical. Yeah. This don't do it. Don't try this at home. And uh, you'll bleed. But 
In two weeks, show me your finger. It'll all be sealed up and and healed up. Why? God made your body to heal. And so uh, God also made you to be godly. That's where your sweet spot is in life. That's where, you know, you try to fill on all this other stuff. You try to find your joy and all this other stuff. You try to, you know, medicate and all this other stuff. And it's it's always got this, uh, it always shortchanges you. And then there's the law of diminished returns, which means, you know, if you have a drink, it feels, whoa, but then it takes a drink and a half to make you feel, whoa, and then it takes two drinks to make you feel, whoa, and then before it's over with, you're drinking a case of beer every night, and it's not, whoa, it's, uh, yeah. you know, you're, you're this dull thud. And, and so all these things that we run after, uh, I think the contrast is between the natural and the supernatural. Yeah. The the natural and the godly, all the way through this, and I just think it's a, I think it's a real good encouragement. Um, uh, it it seemed obvious to me when I had a long history of living in the world, but uh, when you're away from you know what the world has to offer for a long time, uh, sometimes you can be deceived on well maybe oh that'd be good for me, and it, it's not generally the case. Yeah, for for me, I know that when a lot of those issues, I'm call them addictions or hungers or yeah. you know things in me, when I bent those things and went, you know what, like not me personally and did it myself by the grace of God, as the Word of God got into me, I recognized that some of those hungers were broken and that I was thirsty and hungry for the yeah. wrong things, and but I didn't see that until I understood how much I was loved by God, mm. and that God in my brokenness loved me enough to you know, come and um, change and transform my heart that in the moment of salvation, I was given so much. Now it's got to get to work that stuff out with fear and trembling. And one of the things that I recognized early on in my walk was, you know, there's a verse in Galatians 5 um, that says, you know, the, the, the fruit of the Spirit is, is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, you know, gentleness, self-control. And there's this list of all these things. And right after it says, against these things, there is no law. There's yeah. no limit, yeah. right? Yeah. And so for me, I recognize that in my brokenness and in my addictions and in my hungers that were just hungry for the wrong things, that those things weren't working out of me. And as I began to love better and, you know, understand what that looked like and what was on the inside of me, peace, that I could walk in peace and not have to have a drink or have some other thing to, you know, to give me peace, that peace was in me. And now I got to walk out of that and walk into the love of God. And you know, what's weird is that the world around us wants all of those things and they don't necessarily, you know, realize that they even need it or have to have it. But what we get to do in living this out and, you know, we train for this. This is this is something that we train for. Like literally, we what we're doing right now, getting the word of God on a regular basis, is one of those things that helps us train to get what's on the inside out of us, right? And so yeah. we have to we have to put in work. We have to put in some energy. It's not a works thing that God's going to love me more because right. I do this. Absolutely. And that's where the fine line is there of going, oh yeah, well they have to work to do it. No, we actually get to do it because we want to grow and we want to learn. And you know this idea that you know don't think less of someone because they're young. You know what? Somebody young or old can do this. That's the other thing is that you don't have to be a certain a certain kind of person or a certain uh, age to actually be an example to somebody around you. You don't have it, to be a certain race. You don't have to be a certain sex. You don't have to be a certain age. You don't have to be a certain anything. We're all qualified. Yeah, man. And that, that to me is refreshing that I actually don't have to be perfect. I don't have to have it all right. I don't have to, you know, understand everything. But the things that I do understand that God really cares about me and really cared about me and my brokenness, I can go love some other people and walk in peace and joy and be excited to do life instead of being, man, I hope that another day doesn't go by too hard. You know, like we actually can have a different perspective and I love it. 
Yeah, you know, and I love the way he kind of ends up that little section. This is a faithful saying and yeah. worthy of all acceptance. Yeah. In other words, you know, he not only says it, but he says, and th- and this is the truth. So, so pay attention to it. Um, the other thing I think that's interesting, you brought up the uh, let no one despise your youth, and yeah. that young people can be involved. Timothy was a young pastor. Uh, probably pastoring a lot of people uh, quite a bit older than him. And I think it's interesting how this is worded. Uh, how was it worded in the New Living Again, verse 12? Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. That yeah, be an example. Uh, some translations said, let no one look down upon your youth. Yep. Uh, the New King James says, let no one despise your youth. And uh, I think it's interesting. There's a, there's a responsibility on those of us that are older and it's our responsibility not to look down on people because they're young, yeah. number one. And I, I want to make sure I start with that. But if you're young and you want the respect of people that are older than you, it gives you some ways to do that right yeah. here. And uh, I believe this is saying to Timothy that not it's not your responsibility to rebuke someone who doesn't oh doesn't, you know, who looks down upon your youth, but I think he's saying you have the power to change the perspective of someone out there that's older. And in fact, I think he's even saying it's your responsibility, Timothy, to live a life that demands respect, yeah. that earns respect, that that is easily respected. And in fact, what you'll find, young people out there, I don't know, this is, this is my experience, speaking from a person uh, in his late 60s, is that I, I am proud of the people younger than me doing things that it took me 20 more years to get started wow. in, or 25 more years to get started in, than they did. Yeah. Watching, uh, just an example, in, in our, I think it's in our... Uh, one minute before the service starts in the pictures, one of the pictures I think is Micah mm, at the soundboard. Yeah. And Micah's what, 17 now or 16? Yeah, he's or 16 years old. I think he's on the switcher, a video switcher upstairs. Okay, I knew he was sitting yeah. at some sort of piece of equipment. And, and you, you know, I don't think he was 16 when that picture was taken. No, he's I think he was 14, 14 or, something, yeah. or something like that. And there he is serving in the church, plugged in. I've got a guy sitting next to us, Nick, who's 22, 22 years old, but he's been doing this for. This kind of stuff, been around the church. How long have you been here? Seven years, five years? And so, you know, from the time he was 15. Yeah. And you see that going on, and I have, I have deep respect, and I'm proud of these young people and what they're doing. And so, you know, you can actually end up with old people being your greatest supporters. Come on. If you'll if you'll take steps in the right direction, they'll fight for you. It's good. They'll go to they'll go to war for you, and and it's kind of important. Uh, one of the things that old people have that young people don't is money. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the time, you know, they've saved and, and worked hard, and so they're able to you know a lot of the you know Abraham's blessing to his family was his wealth that yeah. he passed on to Isaac and Jacob, and that empowered them to do more. And so, all of those things are going on anyway. There's, there's uh, I think, a few things here that he says will help. Your words. Yeah. Your uh, conduct. That's good. Your love. Your faith. Your purity. Now, your Bible left out, and that's why I, 
I'm not a fan of when it does right, that. Right. But um, mine actually says in verse 12, let no one despise your youth, be an example of believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit. Yeah. That's missing in yours. In faith, in purity. So walking in these things, and I just I just put, you know, next to conduct, uh, right, next to words, I, I just said avoid lies, exaggeration, deceit, malice. But the other thing that I wrote down there is words are not enough. Yeah, Words are important. What you say is important. But your conduct, what you do, is louder than what you say. That's good. And so I have met people in my lifetime. I've probably been this person in my lifetime that talked a good game but didn't, didn't really do a good game. Wow. Yeah. And then love, I think, kind of covers your motives. In spirit, I think that's kind of looking at your attitude. Okay. Faith, how you respond in a situation. Do you respond like, hey, God's got this? Hey, we can do this because God's on our side? That's good. You know, hey, I'm a believer, so because I believe, uh, you said we could take that mountain, let's go take that mountain. And then purity is your integrity. Um, it's not just saying that your life is perfect, right. purity in the Bible. A lot of times, uh, how what's the word for yours in that? The it last purity, one? purity, Andrew purity. Yeah, yeah. Integrity, I think, is a real good um, word for what it's saying here. Is your word good? Okay. When you're wrong, do you admit that you're wrong? When you're right, do you let others tell everybody that you're right? You know, I don't know. There's just you want to be a young person that garners respect. I would really encourage you that there's really a great plan here for it. And all this boils down to is get in a relationship with Jesus who loves you and then just try to walk that out uh, in in every way that you can in every area of your life. And it's a powerful, powerful thing when young people love the Lord in yeah, a church. You know, for me, it is. Uh, I love what you said about, like, you know, don't let anyone think, like, as if you have to go enforce it or something. <laughs> like, you know, like, I love what you said about let them let them appreciate it because of your conduct, because of your actions. And out of that, you'll gain respect and you'll gain, gain value in the eyes of somebody older than you, that it's not our job as younger, quote unquote, to enforce this and to push this. And that's not what's being said here. I no. love that idea because I, I've heard young people tell me all the great things they're going to do. And I'm like, well, go do it, dude. Like, go for it. Let, let's go. You know, like, I work you know in youth ministry you have passionate young people that want to grow and go for it and I, we empower that like something we believe in here is we go for it, it. Yeah. go for it but go do it and don't just talk about it don't just tell me what you're going to do go do it and go lay down your life and you know what in that pain quote unquote and suffering of laying down your life there is such health to be grown and grown out of and respect to be gained and it is a it's a powerful thing when we get to do all of that together with generations together and so I think we're going to take a break okay. we'll be right back you are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us.
Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden, assisted living facility located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved ones are safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Hey everybody out there, I, I'm going to close with something a little bit more uh, heavy. You don't usually do that, but it says in the beginning of this chapter, now the Spirit expressively says in latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits or doctrines of demons. And I just want to say, you know, in this day and age we live in, there's been a lot of people that have step back from church and and made a, a big step. Um, what this is saying here that that the enemy's trying to capture the mind yeah. of believers. And he, he captures the mind of believers with things that are not always, you know, deep sin. Sometimes it's I'm hurt. The church didn't or the church doesn't or the church does. It captures the mind with I give up. It captures the mind with Christians are hypocrites. You know, you don't need to go to church to be a Christian. Um, even things like all roads lead to God. You know, uh, there's just so, you know, God is in everyone. You know, I can have church in my living room. 
uh, um, my church is the, is the woods. I get it. You know, somebody once said, I'd rather think about God uh, and be in a tree stand than be in church and think about being in a tree stand. Yeah. Um, there might be truth to all of those things to some degree, but I'm here today to say, if you're giving up on church, I think maybe you should judge whether or not what you're hearing and thinking is actually biblical and actually God and not maybe some demonic influence in your life. I know that's hard to hear, and I'm not picking on you out there. We love you. Yeah. And uh, just encourage you if, you, if you gave up on church, go back wherever your church is. God bless you. Have a great day. See you guys. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.